Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to The Narrators. Today's story comes from actor, director, and all-around amazing person, Matt Zambrano. The theme of the show was Patterns. So nice to see you all. Nice to be here in person. Um, So I graduated from CU Boulder in 2004 with a BFA in acting. And the first professional gig I got after graduating was for a murder mystery company based in Gold Hill, uh, which is just outside of Denver. And the name of that company is called Till Death Do Us Party. Um, (laughs) They are a fantastic fantastic, scrappy theater company. If you ever get the chance to do one of their murder mysteries, they're still going. Uh, You totally should. They're always weird. They are always fun. They are always unique. And they are always unforgettable. Um, And they've been going for about 20 years. It was started by this couple named David and uh, Maggie. And uh, they're wonderful people. And they just gather the sort of most eclectic people around them to be in these shows. And they've been going for a while. And, you know, like murder mystery, dinner, theater can kind of get shit on for not being legitimate theater. But really, that was immersive theater before immersive theater was immersive theater. You know, back when Times Square was Times Square. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, And so uh, they've been doing it and they've been getting really good at it. And in fact, it's where I cut my teeth as a uh, immersive actor that I later did in New York. But when I was a part of that company, I worked with an actress by the name of Robin. And in fact, she went by the name Rockin' Robin. And Rockin' Robin had this incredible party trick. So our job as actors in these shows would be to go from table to table or group to group and mingle, introduce our character, uh, sort of let them ask us what our motives are, if we have any. Um, And then basically we just improvise and answer questions for about 10 minutes and then we move on to the next table. Well... At the end of the night, um, we would get up, we would say, thank you so much for coming. We would tell who the murderer was, what the clues were. And depending on the size of the group, which would range anywhere from 16 to 60 people, we would say, uh, who got the closest? Which team got the closest in solving this mystery? They win. There was no prize. It was just gloating. Um, But uh, we would then say, thank you so much for coming. Have a good night. But whenever Robin worked, the thank you so much and good night took the form of something like this. She would step forward and she would say, And we just want to say to each and every one of you here tonight, thank you so much for spending your time with us. Thank you, Gary, David, Marissa, Alicia, John, Brian, Steve. She would do that for all 60 people in this room. And as soon as she finished, everyone, it was huge applause, show would end. For some people, it was their favorite part of the show, even if it had nothing to do with it. Um, And it absolutely blew my mind. I mean, I could not fathom, even as an actor, how you could sit down, improvise with somebody, give these details and clues that you need to do while simultaneously learning everybody's name and committing it to memory. So I asked her one day after the show, Robin, how do you do that? How do you memorize all those names? And her answer was, honey, 
I make a game of it. Now, I, as a regionally familiar professional actor of a certain age, oftentimes get to participate in this phenomenon known as an audience talkback. If you are not familiar with what an audience talkback is, at the end of a show, it's an opportunity for the audience to ask questions of the cast and crew about the process, about the show, anything at all. Sometimes it is fun, it is enlightening, it is informative. Oftentimes it is crucifying and never-ending. Um, and there's a question that comes up in these talkbacks. And actors like to joke that it happens all the time, but realistically, it happens maybe 25 to 30% of the time. And I know this because I have done a lot of talkbacks, both as an actor and as an audience member, but also as a facilitator. One of my jobs as a teaching artist with Disney on Broadway when I was in New York was to facilitate talkbacks between the audience and the cast of the major shows. So Lion King, Frozen, uh, Newsies, uh, etc. And sometimes the questions were great. Uh, what was your process like? How do you keep a show fresh day in, day out? Sometimes the questions were not so great. Where are you from? You talk funny. <laughs> or how much do you make? And oftentimes the questions were not questions at all. Yeah, I just want to say I love this show. Great, thank you so much. Yeah, I just want to say my daughter did Brigadoon in high school. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Tell her to call me. Um, <clears throat> but the question that arises that is very contentious, very divisive is how do you memorize all those lines? Now, every actor I know has their response to this question. Some actors will take the gracious route. They'll say, um, they'll, you know, laugh. <laughs> they'll put on their best impression of a normal human being and say, oh, well, um, honestly, that's just what we do. It's our job. Other actors will take this opportunity to admonish and embarrass this audience member, who is probably scared to raise their hand anyway, and score some points by belittling them. Saying something like, um, how do I memorize those lines? Well, let me ask you a question. What do you do? Well, I'm a lawyer. Oh, well, how do you remember all those laws? Or, um, what do you do, ma'am? What's your profession? Well, I'm an astrophysicist. How do you remember what a star is? <laughs> it's like, I never understood the hostility behind that question. So, when I've gotten that question, I will do my best to answer it earnestly because I will take any opportunity to pull the curtain back on the process. I think specifically in this country, we don't spend enough time as artists sharing our process. Our audiences only know the product. They see the painting on the wall, they see the play, they hear the song, but they don't often know everything that goes into it. And it can seem mystifying how we can memorize those lines. And sometimes I think the question isn't how do you memorize those lines, how do you remember those lines and say them with intent and impact? So I will take that opportunity to answer that question anytime that I can. So what I thought I would do tonight is I'm going to answer now, officially, on the record, how I memorize all of those lines. This, you can call it the Zambrano method, whatever you want to do. Uh, but henceforth and forevermore, if you were at a talkback and somebody asked this question, you can confidently stand up and say, you know what? This regionally familiar actor of a certain age answered that question on a podcast. It's called The Narrator's Episode. Check it out wherever podcasts are found. So here is my answer. Um, first, if I'm about to memorize a piece of text... Uh, it has to have a, a couple of components. One, it needs to be repetitive and vocal. And I want to use an example of something that I memorized when I was a very little kid that I know many of you also memorized when you were a little kid, and that is the Konami code. Up, up, down, down, left, right, right, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start, right? If you knew that code, <laughs> she's like, what the hell is that? 
there was a game for the Nintendo Entertainment System called Contra, where you were running around with these guns, and, and it, you only got three lives, and if you died, you died, you started at the beginning. But with the Konami code, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start, you would get 30 extra lives. Raise your hand. Who out here knows that code? Who knows what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Nintendo. Um, <laughs> anyway, I learned that code when I was six, seven years old. It has no practical use in my life as an adult, but it is seared into my bones. I will never forget it. I can barely remember my internet passwords from yesterday or, or family members' birthdays, but I will never forget up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start. It's just, it's just a part of my life. So keep that in your mind as a touchstone for those of you who know what that is. First, it is verbal and it is repetitive. If I'm learning a bit of text, I will say it over and over again out loud. This is true whether it is a monologue, a soliloquy, a scene, a spoken word poem, uh, take it just one bit at a time. But soft, what light through yonder window breaks, it is the east and Juliet is the sun. But soft, what light through yonder window breaks, it is the east and Juliet is the sun. But soft, what light through yonder window breaks, it is the east and Juliet is the sun. Over and over again. My friend Steve says it takes 17 times of saying a line over and over in your head before it finally sits somewhere on your bones. So, vocal, repetitive. The next thing is I make it somehow kinesthetic. So somehow in your body. The reason I think I remember that code so well is because it is tied into the little brains inside my thumbs. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start. Done. You know it. Now when you're acting, you don't want to memorize necessarily to a specific physicality on every word. But soft, what light through yonder window breaks? You'd get fired, and deservedly so. <laughs> and for some actors, it becomes a trap, right? Because you start to memorize these things in a certain way. But soft will light through yonder window breaks. It is the east, and Juliet is the sun. And then you get to rehearsal, and you say that, and the director says, try something different. But your body knows. Your body doesn't lie. So then you start to try and say it in this other way that the director recommends, and everything breaks down. So uh, don't get caught in that pattern, but know that it can help to make it kinesthetic. Finally, if you can attach some sort of reward to it, whether it is intrinsic or extrinsic. With uh, the Contra code, it was easy. You get 30 extra lives. You play Nintendo forever. Uh, for us as actors, sometimes you have to find those motivations outside of yourself. I memorized this monologue. Now I'm going to go to the bar. I memorized this scene or these two scenes. Now I'm going to go for a jog because I love jogging. And uh, whatever those rewards are, or if it is inside of yourself, I'm going to memorize this scene and I'm going to know. I'm going to have that satisfaction that I got it down. For Rock and Robin, I imagine that it was that satisfaction of knowing that she did something that nobody else in that room could do in a way that no one else would that just enlightened the room and changed the energy. So, is it vocal? Is it repetitive? Is it kinesthetic? Do you reward yourself? Lastly, chunk it up. One piece at a time. Text. Whatever it is. It's just an assembly, a pattern, if you will, of words, punctuation, and thought. They say the best way to eat a 900-pound elephant is one bite at a time. So, with that said, I would like to close tonight uh, by putting this in practice. So, please, repeat after me. Everyone say, and take your hand, you can mirror me. Say, knots. 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 Ingonia. Ingonia. Nuts in Gonya. 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 Nuts in Gonya.
Mabakiti. Mabakiti. Baba. Mabakiti Baba. Mabakiti Baba. All go, then you go. Nats in Gonya Mabakiti Baba. Your turn. Nats in Gonya Mabakiti Baba. One more time. Nats in Gonya Mabakiti Baba. That is Zulu. It translates to Here comes the lion, father. Yes, it is a lion. And when you add the melody, it sounds like And look at that. Look at that. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Okay, hold on. That was crazy. All right, cool. One more time for Matt Zambrano. is produced by me, Aaron Rollman, and Ron Doyle, with help from Karen Wachtel, Jesse Witten, Scott Carney, and Sydney Crane. Our music is by Gabby Gutierrez-Reed and Kevin Matthews. Special thanks, as always, to our sponsors, Buntport Theatre Company, Illegal Pete's, and Great Divide Brewing Company. We will be back next week with a new episode, and if you're in Denver, please join us for one of our live shows, which take place on the third Wednesday of every month. For more information about the live show or past episodes of this podcast, you can click on the link in our show notes or visit our website, thenarrators.org. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) 